it's a couple joints I've been just like, damn, this shit is, this shit is good, man. Man, I, I appreciate it. Well, let's 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 not waste it. Come on, come on, come on. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's just get into. It. Yeah. Word up. Yo, welcome to Beers and Bars. Your place for rapid fire, hip hop discussion, and of course, great beer. I'm Kamal Kiddo. OT the Golden Child, man. Y'all, uh, thank y'all for checking out our last episode. We were talking about uh, uh, Lil Sims and Baby King. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, make yeah. sure y'all check those projects out. Um, also, a couple weeks back, still we still promoting everything we've been doing. Make sure y'all check out our interview with Jalen, a dope R&B artist out of uh, Coachella Valley, uh, California. Make sure y'all check that one out. Um, if this is your first time listening or watching, make sure you subscribe to us wherever you are checking us out at YouTube, Google Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all of that stuff. Um, got a guest here today. Long yeah. time coming. Um, I don't know, man. Look, hometown hero. I'm from Maywood. You know what I'm saying? Born on the west side, moved to Maywood. The, the brother yep. that's with us today is also from Maywood. We actually graduated together. Whole a whole bunch. My kids go to this brother's barbershop, you know what I'm saying? So I <laughs> I see him like every other Saturday. Yeah. So go ahead, man. Just introduce yourself to the people, man. What's going on, y'all? My name is Jay Griff. Uh, like my brother O said, I'm from uh, born and raised in Maywood. We're born on the west side of Chicago, moved to Maywood, and uh, grew up there. Me and O go back to uh, East, gym, hooping, and, you know, and all that, man. So I'm just honored to be here. Grateful for the opportunity. Looking forward to getting into it. Word yeah. up, word up, man. Yes, sir. Jay Griff, everybody. Ew, 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 ew. <laughs> all that good stuff, what's man. up, man? That's what's Come on, up. Word. Come on, what album? Uh, well, yeah, go ahead. Come on. Yeah, we're going to get into uh, what Jay Griff got going on. He just dropped a new project, Moment of Clarity. Yes, sir. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about his journey um, but and his album, his latest project. But before we do that, what are we drinking, gentlemen? What are we drinking? Um, I'm going to go first. Come on, man. I'm, I have today, you know, obviously we talk about rap, but we also are some brothers that, you know, we do the brew thing as well. Um, I have from, actually, I don't even know, Kamal. So this is a part of them beers my wife had got me. Um, sure. This is from, oh my God, I'm wilding out right now. Uh, Junkyard <laughs> Brewing in Minnesota, all right? Mm -hmm. This is a blueberry, blackberry, black currant sour. And the name of this okay. is, yeah, it's a lot in here. So yeah, Johnny, you see, yeah, you know, with, with the, it's a lot going on. Yeah, so it's yep. a sour, so it, it comes off. I haven't had this at all, but and this is, this is a huge can. But my wife got this from this Tavor app, which you can order beers from all across the U.S. on this app. You said right. blueberry, blackberry. Yep, you got to text. You got to text that, bro. That was a lot. Was... <laughs> yeah, blueberry, <laughs> blackberry, black currant sour, and the name of it is. I hope you like jamming. Um, and I believe okay. it is at 6.6% ABV. I, I really have to crack this because it's a sour and it was made in like June. So I really should drink this soon. I should have been drinking already because if you have a sour, most especially like fruited sours and whatnot, sours that have fruit contents within them, uh, you want to kind of get to them a little earlier mm. than later. So, okay. Wow, yeah. you're good, man. I, you I guys are good. That. that was, man. That was pretty good. I'm learning. Look at that, man. I'm learning on this journey right now, man. That's what's up. <laughs> Jay Griff, yes, what sir. you drinking, man? 
Man, I am drinking uh, voluptuous uh, dark roast coffee. There you go. <laughs> by Pete's. You know, it's a little Keurig joint. Hold on, let me take, hold on. Hey, you know what's dope? We yes, never, we nice. never had coffee on the show. <laughs> and yes. you're the first. You're the first. Bars and beers. Yes, sir. <laughs> look, look, listen, here's the thing, though, because, and I also, a lot of times I go to Pete's in the morning by me out here in Wheaton, and I be I do a little shopping, and I'll go right over there and grab me a, um, what's the joint that give you a lot of energy? A little, you got um, a couple, they got a little cold brew joint. A cold brew, uh, exactly. Yeah, get the cold brew. It's, that's all you need for the day. You're good. Mm -hmm. So. That's what's up, man. Um, Today. Yeah. I am drinking another from Hot Butcher. Uh, got this a couple weeks ago, I believe. A while ago, I think. I'm not sure. Um, but this is Bird of Epic, epic Proportions. Bird of Epic Proportions. Look at the little nice. A huge bird. Right. Little dude right there. You know what I'm saying? This is uh, a Talus, Nectaron, and Simcoe Hop Double India Pale Ale. Um, this mm -hmm. comes in at 8% ABV. All right. Um, some of the tasting notes are citrus zest. Uh, what is this? Jammy stone fruit and ripe raspberry. I didn't actually, I'm, I'm looking <laughs> forward to that. Like, okay. Right. No, like, I, 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 it's the funny thing, I've had this before, but I didn't know all of that was in here. <laughs> <laughs> See, you I'm not even I'm not even a beer dude, but y'all make me want to try these beers for real. Yeah, man. I mean, I became yeah. a beer dude from doing the show, actually. Wow. And look at that. <laughs> Let's wait. Look at that pour was horrible. Look at that. Oh my God. I'm gonna let that chill for a minute. Before, let that let that uh, marinate. Yeah, man. Before I before yeah. I pour the rest. And for those um, that are for those that are listening, if you want a little beerology, um, when people say stone fruit, as far as the notes on the beer, that's any fruit with a fresh or pulp enclosing a stone so you know how plum has like the little yeah so those those are considered stone fruits just like a, a uh, with a pit in it you're saying yes a berry is considered, oh, considered a stone, stone fruit. fruit got you right. okay yeah. all right look at that yeah man. hey man you're salute good. to y'all man y'all are real beer dudes y'all ain't this ain't no this ain't no just name of the show and y'all drinking some miller highlights or whatever <laughs> right 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 y'all y'all really real, out here real real beer dudes for real and listen, yeah, and, yeah. and yeah, man. I mean, yeah, pretty much, yeah. And um, and we're we're novices. We're still novices as well. Like we're that ain't. It's people out here who just really take it all the way up. I but, feel like but, I'm but, more. I'm much more of a novice than you are. You know what I'm saying? You you heavy in the game. You put me on. You know what I'm saying? But um, let's get into Jay Griff, man. Um, let me let me let me take it back a minute. Um, mm -hmm. before we get into a moment of clarity, um. Actually, moment of clarity might be a good place to start, but I do want to back it up. Let me let me start with yeah. this though, um, because actually, "Village of Eternal Light," the second track off the album, actually is a good catch up to who you are. You know what I'm saying, yeah. and, and your your uh, journey. But before we yeah. get into that, um, what made you start rapping? Um, you know, there's many reasons why artists do what they do, but yeah, not only what made you start rapping, but what made you take the path that you took in making music, um, mm -hmm. which is more, um, I'm gonna say spiritual Christian based. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, or and is that what you would even call it? What would you call it? Why, why? Yeah. Did you feel a need to go that route? Well, yeah. Let's 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 backtrack a little bit. Um. So when I first started writing, I, I started writing my first rhymes around maybe nine, ten years old, just at at home, you know, playing around. And um, I wasn't really allowed to listen to hip hop like that growing up. Like that's younger than nine. Um, and so when I, I the first hip hop artist I heard really that gravitated that I gravitated towards was uh, Wu Tang. So that was the very first time I heard rap. Like in like I've heard you know MC Hammer and all that stuff that back then in the early '90s, uh, you know. But that was kind of like positive rap. So I had never really heard like street rap or cursing over raps and all of that. And so yeah. uh, my cousin introduced me to it, and I always mention her in a bar or two. She she was the one that introduced me to hip hop, and so. Man, I remember being in the car with her listening to Method Man's album. I'm like, bro, I'm like 11, bro. I'm locked in. I'm like, yo, this is cold. This is dope, man. I just was just inspired to start like writing my own stuff. You know, my name is Johnny. Eat rappers like salami and all this whatever I said back then. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so bars, I just bars. I wanted to 11 be year old bars. I like it. <laughs> yeah, man. I wanted to be the rapper, dude. So, uh, you know, I just felt like it was an outlet for me to really express uh, my my deepest thoughts and it was it's always been therapeutic for me man i've always wrote from from that place of you know reality you know what i'm saying and not uh you know not just frivolously throwing out bars i just always tried to have a purpose even even then even like even back in you know high school uh when we was like you know rapping at the lunchroom table and doing all that stuff and so fast forward you know to years later i was a part of a rap group and it was like eight or nine of us. We was like Chicago's, you know, like Wu-Tang in a sense. And uh, we did a lot of shows all over the place. And this is, you know, this is all of this is secular stuff. I wasn't Christian. I wasn't. I just was out here trying to make it. I thought I was. Well, the name of the group. Uh, um, first team. First okay, team. Okay, that was okay. the name of the group. And uh, mm-hmm. man, it was a lot of us. And all of these guys still, some of them still active. Some of them still do music. But we still, we still guys. Those are my bros. But um, so, yeah, you know, fast forward past first team. I remember, you know, having this experience with God and and giving my life to Christ around 2006, 2000, 2006, 2007. And when that happened, I just put music down. I'm like, I'm not doing rap no more. I'm not I'm not I'm not. It's, it's demonic. And I was super religious at the time. And so I don't know. It was one day I was at my crib. It was so crazy. I was at the house cleaning up. My son was a was a, was very, very small. He probably one at the time. And I just got inspired. And I just, you know, you know how it is. Oh, like I just got inspired and I just started, you know, um, producing. And I had just started kind of playing around with, with, with production. So I'm producing and messing around with beats. And I got some samples and some loops and calling my guys, send me some drums, man. I ain't got no drums. Send me some drums. So they're sending me drums and stuff. And so I started creating again and I'm like, okay, this is all right, cool. And uh, one of my, one of my best friends, my boy, Red Letters, he, he actually uh, got saved before me. And so he really was the one that kind of really inspired me to do this Christian rap thing. Um, And at the time I was like, well, why you got to call it that? Why I can't just be hip hop and, you know, that's a whole nother mm-hmm, podcast. Mm-hmm. But we will actually, no, we could get into that too. Yeah, let's, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. We got time, bro. So let's yeah. Go. So, he gets saved and I'm in the studio. I'll never forget being in the studio with him working on his first project. And I'm not saved at the time. I'm just a 18, 19 year old, you know, Maywood dude. I'm, I'm in there with him and I'm vibing. I'm like, I can't deny the music. The music is really speaking to me, right? Speaking to me and 
-hmm. Not too long after that, I gave my life to Christ. And then I started creating about, about six, seven months later. And so that's when I started working on my first album, uh, first full length album window to my mind. So, and I produced like 80% of that. So you're not going to believe what I produced it on. Nobody ever believes me when I tell them we produced these joints. We produced that album. Uh, Red was producing on PlayStation. Y'all remember the game? Uh, yeah. TV. Uh, what's the MTV? Um, what was the name of it, bro? The uh, Music Generator. I know what you mean. It's some casting Carbonell that was doing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, so he produced on there. I was just about to say, people definitely was producing on that joint. I've heard yeah. a couple so my boy, my boy, uh, my boy Manny produced some joints on there too. And and I produced on the Xbox. And we I had I did what I could. Like, but nobody was like, everybody was like, yo, what are y'all making these beats on? And I'm like, yo, this joint is on the video game. And so we sampling, you know, we, we able to we we was limited. We couldn't do too much, like play bass lines and keys and all that stuff, but yeah, we got it done, man. And so I, I strongly believe in just using what you got, you know what I mean, to maximize what you got. So that's the first album. Was Fast Got My first. Strength on there? Was Got My yeah. Strength on that? Oh my God. Come on, I'll yeah. send you that joint. I, I, I'm wow. to you. Yeah, that's my intro. That's my introduction to you, even as like, damn, what Jay Griff? What 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 is it going? Because you you put that joint on Facebook back in like 06, 07. Yes, yeah. And that joint just was like, I'm like, oh yep. my god. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I had like a little lyric video we did with it because uh, you know we couldn't had we didn't shoot nothing, but you know, but yeah, that was that was my first like album. But I never looked at it as like Christian rap or like Christian hip hop. I never looked at it like that. I just was trying to do good music you know what i mean I, i've always looked at it like that i, I did have a, a period in time where i was kind of uh kind of lost in that title in a sense because i felt like there was a group of people that wasn't in the church that i was really speaking to you know what i mean so it was a lot of guys my cousins and stuff that got out of prison and they listened in the window to my mind and like vibing to it i'm not getting called by churches and ministers and stuff to, to rap at churches right mm. you know what i mean i'm i'm speaking to the people that's around me so mm. um I kind of was just kind of on that. And so that's why, you know, um, for a long time, I was like, you know, I didn't want to be labeled that. And I would get really kind of like, don't call me that, bro, and all that, you know. But at this point, I said it on the light source. I'm like, you know, am I a rapper that's Christian or a Christian rapper? That's for you to decide. Uh, what else I say? That's for you to decide. It's something that's something I forget the bar. But yeah. I don't, I don't, whatever people want to call me, that's on them. I like us. If the first time you heard me was my strength, you probably like, man, this brother, he's saved. And but if the first time you heard me was black in America, you like, yo, all right, man, this brother is all about the people. But when you put it all together, it's like, no, this is who I am. It's fully. who you are. Right, right. You know right, what I mean? Right. So yeah, no, I think that's I think that's dope though. You know what I'm saying? I don't know yeah. now what what would you call yourself now? Do you still have that same sentiment or like, yeah, I'm just, hip, I'm just a hip hop artist. Um okay, I'm just cool. a hip hop artist. Because uh, I think hip hop is nobody else does this but Christians, meaning like um, when I say that, I mean, like Jay Electronica is not a Muslim rapper. Hmm. I'm saying. Uh, hmm. Who is it? I think Drake is Drake is Jewish, I believe. Yeah, I think yes. I could be wrong, but Drake doesn't like call himself a Jew. like. So it's like my my beliefs don't need to be like the front. Like you can clearly right. hear what I, I believe. Agree. I agree. You know I was just about to say, to like. Either. Yeah, I was just about to say, I agree with that sentiment of not labeling it as such and you just presenting yourself as you. Yeah, it's I, like think that, I think that's dope. Barbara, I agree. I agree. <laughs> for sure. 
Yeah. Sure. So that's uh-huh. kind of, you know, I, I don't, I just want people to hear the music. And I know you put that, that title in front of it. People, I don't know. So, and then there's some trash Christian rappers out there. <laughs> a lot of them not trash, but it's some trash ones. And I, I just, yeah. And if I'm going to be perfectly honest, when I think of uh, quote unquote Christian rappers mm-hmm. you know, coming up, you know, I never thought that any of them were really any good. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until maybe, you know, Lecrae is cool, but I've yeah. never, you know, really checked for well, Lecrae. For Lecrae like that. All but right, there are right. other artists, you know, like I, I stopped, I brought, I mean, I wouldn't even call myself, you know, I grew up in the church. Yeah. Uh, I, I, and this is going to be crazy, but I really, like, me and my homie, you know, we decided we was going to stop cursing in, like, fifth grade. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't really, you know, even when I was rapping in college and all of that, you know, I wasn't cursing in none of my raps, but, you know, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't see it as such, because I would still talk about whatever, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. But, um, I don't know, and man. It, That's, it's, it's, you know, I, it, I, I like that sentiment of just presenting yourself as yourself and not yeah. necessarily. And I, I do think there was, a, to be fair, I do think there was a shift in, in Christian hip hop because I would say from 2007, 2008, like we was going super hard. And if you wasn't like preaching, you wasn't really considered. You know what I mean? A Christian rapper and you wasn't, you know, you was kind of ostracized, like mean preaching through your music and preaching on the, you know. And so now I think guys like Lecrae really kind of broke that mold away. Like, because, you know, we got other things that we want to talk about. And so not just our faith, you know, we love our faith. Obviously, that's who we are, but we got other things we want to talk about. And I and he got crucified for saying, like, talking about social justice and all of this other stuff. Um, wow. A lot of by yeah, a lot of Christian nationalists, by a, by a lot of his fans who, yeah, 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 yeah. wow, yeah. Like, you know, a lot of. I'm gonna just keep we it's the, we we on the podcast, right? We're gonna be honest, right? Yeah, yeah, he, absolutely. He he was a lot of white evangelicals really wasn't feeling that, you know what I'm saying? They wasn't really feeling that, and it made him kind of take a step back and mm-hmm. looking like, yo, what am I even doing here? What am I doing? You know what I'm saying? And so, when you a Christian and you rap and and you're in the church and you serve in the church or whatever. Um, and I say this on word. Uh, what's the name of it? I can't remember the name of my songs. Uh, the second joint. Um, that's how long I've been, I'm trying to get this album out of my head. <laughs> uh, but um, Words to the wise. I say, grown man bars. These raps aren't for kids because as a Christian, they, you know, at, in the church, bro, they, they constantly try to put you with the kids and you, you go be with the. OK, you're going to rap for the kids later on. You're going to rap like, bro, I'm 38, dog. Mm. <laughs> I'm sitting here on the Beers and Bars podcast. We right, 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 right. We got kids mm. running around and taxes. I, I can't relate to kids. You know what I'm mm. saying? I love them, but I'm, I'm not a, I'm not a KB. You know what I'm saying? When you look up Christian rap, he's the quintessential. He's the goat of it. Right. Right now, bro, his his concerts be looking like Travis Scott is there. Yeah. And these wow. kids go crazy. But that's his lane. And he's that's that's his lane. I cre- I wanted to create a lane for us. You know what I'm saying? What can you play in the car with your kids? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and your wife and just kind of get away from the street rap and the, and the hu- sometimes we need a break. We need a damn. Can we talk about what something that's we actually are going through? You know what mm. I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? As men, as, as you know, as adults. So, yeah, man. So I don't mind. I mean, I don't get it. I don't care what people say as far as the Christian rap thing. If that's what you want to call me, that's fine. 
If not, I'm just in my mind, I'm just a hip hop artist. You know what I'm saying? So. So um, Moment of Clarity um, is coming out in 2021. This yep. is after uh, a crazy 2020 with the pandemic, after, you know, yeah. George Floyd and all types of just weird civil unrest and a, a deadly virus is a global virus is affecting the world. Um, yeah. Why? Why now? Why? bring this album out um when did you record this album let me ask that when did you record Good this question. i started uh recording this album last summer so last summer all the way up until literally probably last month <laughs> last month uh and uh i started uh the last project i put out was 24 8 that's that's what me and my bro uh red letters he produced it and we just wanted to do some grimy hip-hop stuff and um so in during those sessions i was still recording songs after we had finished and so i'm like man i'm just i may put out a little ep and so i did like four or five songs and um i'm just kind of sitting on them for a little while vibing to them vibing to them and then i just kept recording and kept recording and kept recording and i'm like man i got eight songs now all right okay all right well let's see what we got you know and you sit on i sit on the joint for a while sit on it Okay, man, this one needs some keys. This one need this. This one need that. Mm -hmm. Go back to it. Tighten it up. Are you the producing these tracks or is yeah, that produced, of, um, so on the, I'm, and I'm saying on Moment of Clarity, who's yes, producing? I produced uh seven songs on here. Yeah, I produced seven songs on here. Um and I just kept, you know, I just kept recording. I just and typically I don't do uh like batch recording, meaning like just record a whole bunch of songs and then just pick the I never do albums like that. I always like pick out the beats first and, mm -hmm. you know, pick out the transitions first. I kind of map it out like that. That's how I've done every single album I've ever put out. Yeah. So with this one, this is the first time I'm like, I ain't have nothing to do. I'm gang. I can't cut hair. You know what I'm saying? The shop is closed. And I just, cause we did 24, eight in a week. We did that in like a couple, wow. like literally a couple of days. And um, I just kept recording. So I'm just down here vibing, recording buying beats and, and producing and you know and next thing i know i got like 11 12 songs and this now it's just probably what it's probably like march and so i'm like man i should drop this in may i'm may 17th that's my my anniversary i always try to drop music on like days like that yeah. and so may rolls around i'm like no it's not done yet that's when i started telling people i'm working on something and probably from there until august oh every time i sing oh hey uh, what's up with the album bro the album done I mean, you know what i'm yeah. saying so but um i uh spent a lot of time on obviously the production was it took a lot of time put took a lot of put a lot into that and uh put a lot of time into the sequencing of the album and making sure the songs matched and changing stuff at the last minute like i, I recorded legacy bro that was like one of the last joints i recorded wow i like that joint too Thank you. Because I feel like it was missing that. I feel like at, when I had all the collection of songs sitting here and I'm going through the, the songs, the playlist, and I'm listening to it over and over and over again. I'm like, I need a banger, man. I need, I need, a, I need something that's, that's going to smack them in the face. Like as soon as, you know, they get through the first couple songs. And so um, I, I went on B-Stars, looked up some, a couple trap beats, bought, bought that joint. And so, mm. and um, man, and so shoot, August rolled around. I'm like done with the album and I'm like listening to it and I'm listening to it and I'm feeling I saw so and when I'm done, I, I typically will send my music out to a couple of my friends 
just to get some really unbiased feedback. Like, okay, am I tweaking? Cause I ain't never did this before. I ain't never sung like this before. What do you thought? What do y'all think? How does this sound? Tell me if it's trash. If it's trash, tell me like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so they all like, bro, this is the one, bro. This, this is what the heck, what this is crazy. And I'm like, are y'all just gassing me, bro? I'm like, is this for real? Like, cause I had never done an album that I feel like encompassed completely me, like fully, you know yeah. what I mean? That makes sense. And if you know me, you'll, you'll, and if you've been listening to the music along the way, you'll know what I mean. Like, I feel like this album, man, it, it fully embraced, not embraced, but just encompasses me as an entrepreneur, as a husband, as a dad, mm -hmm. as an MC, as a producer, as an entrepreneur, as a believer, all of these things, like all of these themes, you know, come through um, in the album, man. And so I definitely wanted to pay homage to Maywood. I feel like without those, that time there, growing up there and, you know, going through what we went through there. And I don't tell people we had a hard childhood. I don't know. We had, a, we had fun. We did. We had fun. We grew up in the hood, but mm -hmm. we didn't realize it was the hood until you get older. You look back like, I was best friends with them. He was, he just shot eight people. He was in my backyard playing basketball with us. Like, you know what I mean? You don't realize it, but, and so, um, so yeah, man, I, I just wanted to put something, together that felt good felt good to me and just not too serious not too preachy mm -hmm. and i really wanted to make something that just felt good that people really was like yo this just feels good i felt like we needed something like this and so um because the whole album had a different idea when i first started mm -hmm. recording i wanted to do this like feel good anderson pock sort of vibe not really rapping just kind of but it turned into this yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. No, this is a very um, personal album and not hearing like I heard this and then uh, Oh, sent me love. So I heard oh. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yes, but um, with not hearing any of your music and hearing this first, this is definitely a, 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 the perfect introduction to who you are. There's definitely um, a lot of personal personal yeah. uh things in here um yeah but just to go through it real quick let me ask you real quick since it's the first track why the the intro with it being so personal yeah and with it with most with every track being close to you why start the album with um the ghost of fred hampton uh fred hampton is one of my heroes and um, he's from, you know, born and raised in Maywood. Talk uh, to him. You know what I'm saying? 17th. And uh, went to Proviso East and mm -hmm. uh, walked the same halls we walked, walked the same streets we walked. And we got a pool named after him. And I feel like what he did uh, to be so young, it always struck, even as a even as a teenager, I remember having to write, all of us probably had to write papers on Fred Hampton. But uh, having to write a paper on him and just kind of stuck like why did he like dang bro he was 20 what 22 me dad yeah. 21 yeah mm -hmm. you know and so he i just 21. the impact and i felt like his um he gets a bad rap from from people who don't really understand the movement and what they what the black panthers was about i mean mm -hmm. we got free lunches in schools right now because of black panthers you know okay. what i'm saying they did that you know what I mean? yeah. nobody was going free breakfast and the public schools adopted that from them you know what I'm saying? So I feel like this dude is is a, is a hero in my in my opinion and a hometown hero. And I just wanted to kick it off 
with that speech and um, and what he was talking about. Like, yo, we're not, he's, I love what he said. He said, we're not a racist organization at all. And if you've seen the movie, because some people, that was their first time, you know, really knowing about Fred. Mm-hmm. And uh, seeing the movie, it was like, yo, they, this dude, and it's kind of always the same way, right, with all of our heroes. When it got to the point where he was like, this can't be a black thing. This got to be a, a human hey, thing. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? When he got to that point, he meeting with the essays and, 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 and then he went to the white neighborhoods and met with them. And he went over here to meet with these people and he started bringing everybody together. Mm-hmm. That's when he that's when they took him out. Bruh. That's when they took him out. Mm-hmm. Same with same with Malcolm. They, the same, same thing. with Martin. Same Martin, with Martin. He was he was he was there yeah, when he started doing the same kind of thing, meeting with coming up to Chicago and Cicero meeting with, you know, more taking on more of a socialist uh, aspect and whatnot, kind of bringing the working class together, regardless of what you are. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole, we could do a whole, whole, I'm saying, Hey, that's, yeah. So I'm like, man, I'm like, bro, I'm like, I got it. When I heard that speech, I'm like, I'm definitely kicking this off with Fred. Cause I had the instrumental for a while. And um, I beat, I I created, I I produced that. And then we'll go to the tracks I produced. Um, I produced that that joint, and so it, I was like, should I just start it off with nothing on it? And I'm just listening to him, like, I'm like, no, nah, man, we're gonna put Fred on on here, man. We're gonna put Fred on here, and so we kicked it All off right. with that. And the next track, "Village of Eternal Light." If you're from Maywood, you know that that's the tagline. Yeah. And so, oh, uh, and I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I didn't know yeah, that. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that's where the title came from. People thought I was being extra spiritual, and I'm like, no, nah, you just don't know, bro. Yeah, <laughs> I immediately, I immediately, when, when I, I didn't when know, you, I mean, I didn't know exactly where that came from. I didn't necessarily see it as necessarily spiritual, but I just didn't know. But yeah, and next time you drive through, in it, but yeah, if you, yeah, next time you drive through Maywood, if you see the sign that says "Welcome to Maywood," right underneath, it's gonna say "Village of Eternal Light." Yep, right there. Wow, wow, yeah, yeah no, nah, that was a good. Um, I definitely thought that definitely um, caught me up as to who you were as an artist, who you were as a person. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, man, it's another Jay Griff out here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, hey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I so, thought it was a good, I thought it was a good introduction. I thought it was a good. Yeah, thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you, man. And uh, I produced that one. And uh, actually the album was a lot longer than you, than we, than we have what we have now. It was way longer than this. Uh, wow. Village, Village of Eternal Light uh, was about about three and a half minutes, and I cut it down. Not the uh, the bars were still the same, mm-hmm. but um, I had a I had I switched the beat at the end and kind of went into this like real kind of dreamy vibe. And I'm listening to it. I'm like, I'm probably gonna they probably gonna skip this part. This is just for me. Let me turn it. Let me just cut this out. Mm-hmm. So I cut That's it real. out. That's real. Yeah. And so I so when I'm done, man, my process. I try to listen to albums the, the albums that I create. Is if I'm not, it's not me because I know when I'm gonna skip on. I know when the energy drops in the album, and mm-hmm. you know how you get to that last, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah. you know what I'm saying. And I don't, I just kind of wanted to create an album purposefully. Like they're not gonna know where they at. All they gotta do is put this on. They're not gonna know where they are in the album. And I was really inspired uh, by Tyler the Creator's album. Um, <gasps> We've been saying that yeah. all since they dropped. Yeah. Look, I ain't gonna hold you. Listen, 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 listen. So the more I've been listening to your album. I really have been catching the transitions as to when, mm. when you say that now, I can mm-hmm. tell how you can, you can be inspired by that. Cause you have some nice, especially towards the end. Um, so for example, right. For example, um, mm-hmm. 
moment of clarity and glorify you go perfectly into each other. Yes. Right? Uh, hey, yeah. moment of clarity is yes. I got moment of clarity and glorify you on my favorite on my favorite song. Yeah. And moment of clarity is probably my favorite joint. I think it's man, thank the you. Production is thank crazy. You. Who produced thank that you. joint? I bought I, I got that I copped that beat from uh from a guy from the UK. And when I heard it, I was just like, oh my God. I'm like, I, I don't care. Yeah. Charge, charge me whatever. I need this. And mm. uh I played uh played some keys. I, I touched every beat on here, little little yeah. stuff, little minor stuff, but um that don't even need to be mentioned, but Little little minor minor stuff, but I love the transition in, um, from that beat, and I felt like it it um it helped me really tell the story a lot easier. And so mm-hmm. it was just yeah, I was just as amazed <laughs> as yeah. you. I was gonna ask right. if you um I was gonna ask if you play keys, man, because it's a lot of keys on the project. Um, yeah, I play I play by ear. Uh, I'm not a music. I don't consider myself. I am a musician, but I don't really, I, I just give respect to the craft because yeah. when you're at church and you see we, these yeah, guys, I was going to say, when you, when you grew up in a church, you're like, nah, I'm not, a, yeah. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not that. And I, I wasn't raised in church, by the way, yeah. um, as well. So they, uh, those guys are they, they're on another level. It takes me a lot longer to play than, you know what I'm saying, than them. They be like, oh, that's a C song. So and they go right into it. Yeah. And so with me, I kind of go off of what I hear and what I feel. And sometimes I got to search the keys and I'm like, oh, I found it. Okay. And then I do like that. Let's so. do this. Let's do this. What joints on here did you? Because I was telling Kamal how I mean, obviously, um, you know, we we talking about you rapping and whatnot, but people don't know if this is their first time your introduction that you yeah. co with the production as well. What joints? Sure. Seventeen joints on here, fifty three yep. minutes. Which of these joints did you put down as far as the production is concerned? So I produced Ghost of Fred Hampton. I produced Village of Eternal Light. Crazy. Thank you, bro. I produced uh, Tonight. Okay. I produced, uh, let me see what else. I produced King, mm. uh, and I produced uh, We Honor. Okay. And so, and also I did the drums on uh, Word Words of the Wild. No, I did the drums on Uncle's Wisdom. So that the drums sounded different, okay. and I just I redid the drums on Uncle's Wisdom, and I played uh, some keys on uh, Believe It. So those are the joints I did. Believe It is one of my favorite joints, man. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, definitely, definitely production wise. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. It had a completely uh, different beat. It had a completely different beat. Uh, and it just didn't have no life. I feel like the beat, the first beat um, I created from start to finish. And I, I kept that song for a while. And I'm like, man, this song just, just don't. I just, when I'm listening to, you know, uh, Uncle's Wisdom and Tonight and Dreams and Moment of Calm, I'm like, this just don't fit. I'm like, I almost scrapped it. I almost scrapped it. Wow, no. And, and so I um I ended up uh I ended up copping this this beat and then I just added some added some fillers in there to it. And I'm like, this is this the one. This the one. So I'm like, I needed another banger right after Legacy, or else they weren't gonna listen past that. So Okay. Yeah. Um yeah. 40 days, 40 nights. Uh Crazy. that's probably one of the most um personal songs on here. Uh, oh yeah, what a journey. Yeah. I thought it was um I thought it was very interesting, you know, as far as um the structure of the song and um the decision to switch the beat. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know the the first half of the song is um a trying a trying tale, you know what I'm saying? Is 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 
it's hard to to hear that information. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if one of my homies was to tell me that, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But then to end it on a positive note with all, you know, with all the information that's in this song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. How when, did your girl feel about it? How did your your wife? Is it your yeah, wife? wife yeah. How'd your mm-hmm. wife feel about it? Um, um yeah, why why did you feel it important to bear such a personal, a personal yeah, um, super. Uh, situation on record like that for the world? Man, I felt like uh, that was uh, going through that with my son was one of the hardest things I've ever went through. Right. Obviously. Uh, And once again, this goes back to the way that I cope with things, the way that I cope with things. I I write, you know, I'm saying I write music and that's the way I get things off. I just got to do it in a tasteful way, whereas it's received and not making you, you know, I didn't want to. I'm not going to write something that's going to make people feel bad, you know, at the end. outside of love is blind and we'll get into that but um mm. you know yeah i felt like uh this song uh when i heard the track i uh, actually i had this uh those lyrics to another track and um i might get this it didn't fit up over time i just it just didn't fit and so i found this track here and i bought that from the producer and uh it was two tracks i bought obviously the beat changes at the in the middle and at first i recorded the same um the song over the whole thing and i'm like no, the second half of this is a little different. Like I can't just kind of, and so I'm like, okay, let me switch the beat a little bit, you know? And then I, and I I love the way it came out like perfect, two different hooks. It's like two different songs. So it came out perfect. Um, But I decided to put that in on the album, man, because I felt like people need to hear, people need to hear that. And I, and uh, from what I've heard from people, from people reviewing the album, listen to it, they've just been saying they were so uh, like, blessed by the vulnerability I put out on this album and how that's been missing from hip hop in general. Like, I feel like we just been partying for 20 years Mm -hmm. and uh, you know what I mean? And so uh, people just, people would, if you know me personally, uh, oh, you was there, you know, you come to the barbershop, remember me telling you about my son. And um, I just wanted to put the story out there, man, as to, you know, what we actually did. We literally did pray for him to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not, I didn't just say that. I'm not being over spiritual we were trying to have uh, kids for a number of years and we just had a couple failed pregnancies. And I remember a couple years ago, we, 2009, yeah, 2000, I'm sorry. Yeah. 2018. We really just was like, man, God, if you want like, like, man, why aren't we having ch- children? You know what I'm saying? Like, and we was really trying, we got this big old house built and just, you know, we was really, really trying. We feel like we was doing everything the right way. And uh, we just, we wrote out a prayer list. I think I still got it. I should have brought it. I should, you know, brought it down here, but we got a, we had a prayer list and we we prayed, man, every day until we like till she was pregnant. We literally mm. prayed until she was pregnant, and um, that was the first time we ever did anything like that, like that seriously, that serious, where we just kept, you know, asking God, and then it got to the point where before she was pregnant, we just was like, all right, well, well, maybe that's maybe we're just not gonna have kids because we just we, we had forty some days at this point. <laughs> And we praying and praying, mm-hmm. and then she ended up uh, pregnant. And with my wife's condition, she has lupus, and so she was already high risk. And so, um, just walking through the pregnancy was was hard as well, and just kind of like walking on tippy toes. And you just don't know if you're gonna lose the baby, you know how things go. And then, 
And so fast forward to him being born, he came out early. He was born at 24 weeks. So mm-hmm. that's, you have children, as you already know, that's very, very early. Yes. So he was born at 24 weeks and um, he had a, a number of uh, issues and he was in the hospital for about eight months. So, mm. yeah, he was in the hospital for eight months. And when I tell y'all, I mean, like, yeah, y'all know, I mean, um, How old I know. Is he now? he's two now. Yeah, he's two. And he came to check this out. He's in the hospital, born in July 3rd, 2019. And um, he came home in February of 2020. And uh, he wow. came home right before the pandemic hit like i'm talking like two weeks before the pandemic hit bro and yeah that would have been because they weren't letting parents see their kids in the hospital mm. at the time wow when the pandemic hit so yeah i me one of me or my wife would have been in jail for trying to break into the hospital so but um mm. but yeah i felt like i felt the need to tell that story man and and uh and give god the glory for it because it was it mm. wouldn't have uh happened he wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him so um so yeah i wanted to tell that story and i didn't want to end that just leave it there and end it on a bad note but i just want to tell it tell tell the truth so yeah yeah no my I, wife was I, uh she was very emotional obviously when she heard the song i was emotional doing the song I cried you know you could probably hear it you know what i mean like it was it was one of the hardest songs to do but it was necessary i'm like i, I feel like it was needed and uh yeah i'm, I'm proud of you know how it came out I was in yeah. the gym. I was in the gym listening to it. I, I, I hit you on IG like, man, I'm yes. in the gym trying to work out. And yeah. the song got me tearing up at like five minutes. It's five in the morning. I'm trying to get, ooh, I'm <laughs> trying to get my Hulk on. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I think yeah. that's one of the most important things, man. You know, when going back to, you know, you being the artist that you are. And obviously people will say, oh, Christian rapper, this and that. Look, I think that within what you do, and other artists like yourself, these types of stories are what's most important because I think you said on the album, if you got a testimony, and you, you you say it, you right? Know, That's right. You no, know, don't you know you can your music? It it doesn't. You don't come off like, um, you you don't come off preachy. You come off as like your know, walk with me, right? Like yeah, this is for sure. this is yeah. the journey. Mm, this is the yeah. journey. Walk with me, and that that's just so special. But come on, what what were you what were you about to say? Go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. I I definitely agree with those sentiments, man. Um, you definitely do come off as walk with me, and that's one of those songs that I think. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. I like the party joints too. Yeah, but I definitely you know over the course of this show, I've definitely said I like autobiographical raps. Yes, you know what yeah. I'm saying? that bring us into the life of an artist, and you know that makes it, uh, you know, you are able to connect more with the people that you are that listening there. to. You know what I'm saying? Because you know. All of these artists out here, all these rappers and singers and whatever you do, they still human. Mm-hmm. You Facts. know what I'm saying? And they Facts. have, they go through things just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And to be able to connect with a story like this, that's so honest. Like I had a homie that I used to work with whose girl had lupus. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And he used to talk about how, uh, matter of fact, I had a guy that I used to work with that had wow. lupus that passed. Mm. Wow. Jay Dilla, Jay Dilla had lupus. Yep. And yep. made donuts on his deathbed. Mm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And wow. 
you know, to hear you talk about it and to hear, you know, somebody that grew up in the church and to hear you talk about, you know, the first half of that song. And if you don't know what we're talking about right now, those who are listening or watching right now, you got to go Paul, hear the song. Paul's the pod. Right. Go listen, go to, listen 40 to the days, song. 40 nights. Come back but, and pick up you here. Know, yeah. <laughs> it's an honest human, yeah. human em- emotion, human situation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Life, you know, life ain't all about partying. You know what I'm no. saying? No. And to hear that song, it's like, yo, that's so honest. But it's like, you know, it's like one of those movies that has a rough start, but yeah. it has a happy ending. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I feel like, you know, artists like, you know, we grew up listening to DMX. We grew up listening to Nas, Jay, those guys. And the albums that had the biggest impact on me personally was the, was the albums that, like, came from a real place. I remember, like, going to New York for the first time and riding through Queens and was like, yo, Nas was rapping about that. That's the pro- Is that the projects? Like, that's what, you know what I mean? Like, and mm-hmm. so... I'm, I, yeah. you know, I'm a huge, huge Nas fan, like on the storytelling and stuff. And you could probably hear the, inf- the, um, you can hear the, uh, the inspiration from him in that. And, um, and I don't know, man. I just always, I've always connected with, with, with albums and music that, that was honest, man. That was real and that was honest. And I feel like as a Christian, I feel like that there ain't enough of that. That's mm. being it's just this. Mm. Jesus is the day. Hey, Jesus, it's like, bro. I, all right, mm. how was your you know, how's your marriage? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, do you watch, do you watch porn? Do you struggle with watching porn? Like, are you, you know what I mean? Like, are you a, a human or are you just on the, you at church all the time? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's so real, man. You know what that's saying? what I'm saying. That, that's probably why I felt for the longest time, Christian rap is just corny, man. I can't, I can't, I don't, I don't know, no. I can't say I know like a Christian rapper that's yeah. like, you know, if you check maybe... out the guys, if you check out the guys I had on this album, you'll you'll rock with them. Yeah. Isha Burgundy, Giano. It's a it's a few of I would say us, because we're it's different. We're not considered with the like we're not those guys. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So it's a couple of us that's, you know, Toby Nuigwe, you know what I'm saying? Like hey, he's a Christian. My you know my my baby, hmm. my baby, her favorite joint. She could rap a fat whole verse off of uh <laughs> and, and, and he ain't even do his video like Kanye. Well, and I ain't kept like she know the whole fat. So yeah, shout out, bro. That's man. Funny. Yeah, shout out to Toby, man. So it's yeah. it's a bunch of us, man. And and I would say Toby in particular is really kicking in the door um, for something. Something different, and um, yeah, I don't even know what that sure. is. Yeah. It, that's some. It's, it's, he's, got a, he's got a dope aesthetic. He's just all got the like yeah. it's part is it's is his whole thing is part music but part visual too. Like bro, it's, you don't have him without the visual aspect. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but to be fair, I do think though, and I know you guys talked about Donda a couple weeks ago. I do think though, because everybody's comparing my album to Donda. <laughs> so I was okay. Go on, because I got something to say about that. Okay, and so I do feel like Kanye West made it easier for people to hear Christian themes in mm-hmm. rap mm-hmm. that don't 
listen to Christian rap or gospel music or anything like that, I do feel like he's made it easier for, made it more pal- palatable for people to hear like Jesus is Lord and not like, oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so um, I do think that's part of, um, that that help that helps guys like myself and, and Toby's and other people that's, you know, trying to do this thing and um, in, in a different light. So well, what were you gonna say about that? I just really wanted to say that, um, you know, what he I, I would agree with what you're saying. Um, he definitely yeah. has made it more palatable. It I do believe that, you know, uh, one of my guys when he did the Jesus is King. Yeah. One yeah, of my yeah. guys was saying that, like, this is all marketing. And to a certain yeah, extent, yes, it's marketing. But at the same time, I do think that he is no. trying to go a different route. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He has. Yeah. Like, Kanye he, Christian. He's yeah. he's 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 changing his 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 viewpoint on things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like he's he's changing his music. And yeah. I think this is a good example of how it can be done and talk about different things and you know have god in the center of it mm-hmm. and have songs you know what i'm saying with west side gun and you know all of these different have them, dudes, have them dudes rapping about god you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying so uh bleeped out bleeped out nigga <laughs> I love, yeah it wasn't no, it like wasn't he no. Told, i'm sure he told them all right no cursing but he bleeped it out yeah, nah, he man. definitely didn't tell them no no cursing. He just told them to just do y'all, and then he bleeped it out. Right. Himself. <laughs> he probably told Jay don't don't curse, and Jay didn't curse. You know what I'm right, saying? He didn't curse, right? He didn't curse. But, but it's um, like you know, I think that um, I think you know, I don't know if it's because I I've been listening to other music, you know, like that or whatever the case may be. But you know, when I heard your project, I didn't. It didn't, re- I didn't know, you know, OT didn't tell me nothing like, you know, yo, you got to listen to this Christian artist, Jay right. Griff. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, right. I just listened to it. Right. And right. it sounded sonically, just sonically, mm-hmm. it sounds really good, like lush mm-hmm. and full and, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, non, like it sounds really good production wise you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know just hearing it man this is this is good this is you know this is you know it's personal it's honest this is i was, trying music, to, I was really trying to i was really trying to you know like uh royce the five nine said a couple weeks ago i was trying to check boxes man i, I really was like i had never done a record like tonight you know what i'm saying where it was just mm-hmm. like yo I, let's just I'm I'm just picturing in my mind as I'm writing it, like just me and my wife hanging out, chilling with my kids, and we're just gonna forget about COVID. We're gonna forget about the racial injustice. We're gonna forget about our businesses. We're just gonna have a great time, yeah. you know, tonight. You know what I mean? And that's was the inspiration behind. I had never done a record that felt like that or like mm-hmm. kind of a bouncy. So I was really trying to play around with different styles. And uh, same with Believe It. I, I was trying to do something a little more performance driven, but still with a message and. You know, and obviously Legacy was just like, I just need a banger. I just need to slap him in the right. face yeah. with a banger. But um, but yeah, man, I, I feel like uh this this album was I said it on Facebook the day before it dropped. I'm like, this is my best work. And I and I ain't never said that like publicly mm-hmm. prior to putting out a project. I'm always like, Well, just let me know what you guys think about it. And just let me 
if you guys like it, it will be great. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully, you know, praise God, right? But I told my wife, and we kind of had a spat about this, believe it or not. I'm like, man, babe, I really feel like this is, you know, my best work. You know, I, I'm just, and I don't really care if don't nobody else think so. And she was like, well, just don't be too high up on yourself, man. Don't, don't get too, da, da, da. I said, well, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm like, I really feel it. I feel like, and as an artist, you kind of just yeah. know, man. You just kind of sure, feel it. Like, sure. You know, yeah. I'm listening to this album. I'm like, yo, this is undeniable. This is undeniable. This is not me putting myself on. I'm better than new. I ain't just none of that. But when you, it's like a good haircut. Like I know when it's, I know when it's good. I'm an artist. Yeah. I should know. I should know when it's good. You guys know when the podcast is good and when the conversation is good. Yep. Yeah. So, and then you know when it's like, man, we ain't really, damn. We just, yeah. You know, you yeah. know what I'm, you kind of know, right? Yeah. And so we <laughs> had a spat. And so uh, when the album, you know, came out and we got a lot of good feedback, man. No, 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 no. 40,000 on Spotify. Being to my no, ain't no, no label, no ticket. This, this is we ain't, it. We ain't trying to hear no, no good feedback. No, that's, 40,000. That's hard. Bro, we man. debuted at number, and we got all the way up to number 18 on iTunes. I was, I was like, wow. dude, I couldn't believe it. I could not. I'm sitting, I'm sitting on my couch, bro, and I'm looking. I'm like, whoa, we at number 40. We started off at 40, and then I, I kept checking it, and I'm like, Okay, we're at, man, 37. All right, cool. Okay, cool, cool. Maybe we'll get the top 20, maybe. And then later on that night, um, I checked it again. That joint said number 18, and I'm just, I just fell off. off the ah. <laughs> he, was a, yeah. he was ahead of Ye for uh, my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy because he was getting those spins from Donda. You know what I'm right, saying? He getting, right, right, He getting Facts. those trail spins from Donda, you know what Facts. I'm saying? Facts. Yeah. Facts. So that joint debuted at number 18, and yes, I'm getting my own plaque made. I don't care what nobody say. I need that in my, I need that in the studio. That's something I never did. I never charted. So salute to everybody that's bought the album, listened to the album and vibing with the album. It's, it is a personal project, but I'm glad that it's, it's circulating and, and people are still listening. So. Yeah. And this is all self-recorded right there where you are, right? Like you're right here. I didn't, this is my studio, man. I got me a wow. mic. I got my mic. I got my computer. I got my, um, I got just, I got my monitors. You don't need a lot of stuff, guys. You don't. If all, all my producers at the house with your computer and your, that's all you need. Yeah, it's all you need. You spend a couple hundred bucks. Don't let nobody tell you you got to go to a fifty thousand dollars studio. You you really don't. Not anymore. So. Hey man, um, stress is definitely another one of my, uh, another one of my joints, man. Is Mickey's nah. really that bad, man? Is Mickey's? <laughs> <really that bad? laughs> Listen, yeah, man. Yeah. But I want listen. There's a there's a stretch of music here that I just want to touch on briefly. Yeah, moment of clarity into glorify you into heavy heart into forty days forty nights yes. story or redemption into stress is like a run. But to pick up on what Kamal talking about with stress, mm-hmm. well, not working, but but just in general, you have a a, a bravery within you know, like what you're saying and what you're, you know, and I I really appreciate that as an artist myself, when you are willing to say, because you say some stuff on here that, you know, when in college, um, I read a book called Culture of Fear that was Mm. really talking about the media and how the media, you know, is very, um, 
in many ways poisoning and create certain narratives and you yeah. kind of address some of them here you you went at uh what did you say you was talking about um you said a lot of things that people probably would not want to hear somebody like you say right like yeah i'm like damn gee like like yeah. where what is that do you care i, I just <laughs> Uh, I think I, I know what you're talking about when I say uh, the 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 uh, BLM uh, 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 um, what yeah. the uh, owner is a Marxist and you know yeah. how the the media portrays certain things you know yeah 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 uh, mm. I feel like it it and this and that's documented you can it's a it's an interview yeah. with her saying that I, she's a trained Marxist and uh, you guess that's a fact um, and so wow it's yeah, yeah and <laughs> for real that's why. I said on the record, like, that's why y'all looking at me crazy because I didn't support it. I never supported the Black Lives Matter movement. I support the the, the sentiment, obviously, mm. support the sentiment, the hashtag. But the movement and what it's actually built on is not built to help black people. And if you don't know that, you can do some research or DM me. We can argue. I don't mind talking about it. Mm-hmm. But it's a uh, it's, it's a fact, man. Um, you know, when you go back and you, you do some research, it's, I think it was. Uh, it's some. It's like a couple of women that started the movement. That started the uh, Black Lives Matter movement. Uh, salute to them. I think it came. I think it started with good intentions. Um, but like as time went on, you know, the movement started to kind of deteriorate, and um, people was complaining. Some of the workers and some of the volunteers were complaining, like, "Yo, we raised all this money. What What are we doing?" And if you, you know, the the owner, she bought like two cribs, two like million dollar homes. This is a fact. You know, what I'm, I'm aware. I just, yeah, I mean, yeah, I know. I'm not, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I'm so people, people listening. I'm not just like out here cooning. I ain't no coon, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm giving right. you facts. So it's, uh, it, and it, it just, it, I just needed, it just needed to be said, bro. Cause I think a lot of times we just, as wow. black folks, we sweep some of that stuff under the rug, man, and we just don't talk about it and we just don't, nah, man, that's, that's trash. We can't, nah. If you, cause, how, like I said, I said in the song, I said, they made 90 million, what y'all do with that bread? And when I said I didn't support it, I was sick in the head. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, man. So mm. I don't really support support that, man. But uh, as far as the media goes, yeah, it's the truth. They only, I'm like, man, don't white people get shot by the police? I know somebody else gets shot by the police. They only post, they only put up on the news when a black man is killed by a white officer. You know what I'm saying? They don't. Cause they're, they're trying to keep driving this fear of the police in this, you know what I mean? And I'm not saying that, that, that fear isn't warranted. Mm-hmm. I'm not sitting here saying like, man, the racism, I'm not saying that at all. I get scared when I get pulled over. I've had guns shoved in my face. I've had officers pull me out the car. I've experienced all of that, but I'm just talking about the media and, and, and the mindset, like, you know what I mean? And, and why they do this, this, they, they're capitalizing off of this, off mm-hmm. of this fear. You know what I'm saying? So I just want my people to be aware of it, man, aware of what what's being done and what's it ain't everything what you everything that you see ain't always what it is. You know what I mean? So, you know, so I just I picked up on that in the song. I'm like, damn, I'm like, wow, like you don't (laughs) really, you know, you don't really sometimes people, you know, um, I just thought that was brave for you to speak about certain things that certain people probably didn't want to hear from someone like, you know, or, yeah. you know, what they, but not, they're not really listening to what you're saying. Like you're saying, you're not saying you don't support this or that this doesn't no. happen. You're saying that the media wants to, you know, they're going to show, yeah. show, 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 because they know that that's going to 
get a certain amount of attention, you know, which in a lot of ways is, you know, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, me and my family went out to um, a couple marches and, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm all about us, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I'm all about us in truth as well. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I believe in truth and I just think that uh, it's just sad, man. It's sad because a, a lot of our movements, a lot of our heroes uh, were, were martyred because of, you know, greed and, you know, selfishness and stuff got in the way. And, and, and you know, you had like, man, I didn't know that um, when Fred got killed, I didn't know that that was a, uh, it was a, it was a dude on the inside that was working for the FBI. That just broke my heart. I was like, mm, yeah. just do at, at your house with your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so yeah. I, I just, that, that stuff that, that needed to be said and put on the album, um, you know? So, but, so yeah, I ain't had nobody, you know, hit me yet about it, but <laughs> well, sure. after this podcast, they will. No, right. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure they will. But no. bring it, bring all of that, bring all of the smoke. I want all the smoke, man. All of the energy. I, I don't mind talking about it. And no, we need to have, con- but I, I think that there needs to be conversation in general, right? Like, and that's I could always be, dope, man. Tell me when I'm wrong. I don't mind saying I'm sorry for being wrong, yeah. but, um, but yeah, that was one of those songs I, I, I needed, and I had a different verse on that. I, I wrote that verse. Uh, that was one of the one of the last like additions to the album, and I wanted to put that out there. Um, cause mm-hmm. the, the second verse was a different. So I changed that, took the verse off and rewrote that and put that on there. Okay. Well, come on. Anything, anything else about the album? No. Yay. Yay. Uh, no, nah, man, I got my, I got my, Cause I, but before we go, I want you, I mean, you're obviously you're a rapper, you're a producer, but hold on. Tell people where they can come get some phase there. Like what you doing? Oh man. What's, right. We didn't talk about that. I'm a professional barber. Been cutting hair for 13 years. Uh, own a barbershop in Lombard, Illinois. Uh, it's right outside of uh, Oak Brook and Elmhurst in that area. Dude can cut uh, hair studio. We've been in business for five years. We got excellent barbers. Safe atmosphere. Bring your family, bring your wife. You're good to go. Dudecancut.com to book your appointment. We appointment only. No walk-ins. COVID. Mm. <laughs> Facts. Facts. No walk Hold on. All right. Well. No walk-ins. Uh, again, where, where can they get the album? Album is everywhere, right? Moment of Clarity is everywhere. Yes, uh, Moment of Clarity is uh, everywhere. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube Music, Amazon, uh, Deezer. If that's your your thing. Um, well, there we go. There we go. Boom. And it yeah, is on. Yeah. You can get it. You can purchase it on iTunes. Uh, it's also on my Bandcamp as well. Um, yeah, it's everywhere, man. I, I just thank y'all for. The opportunity to speak about the project it it means a lot to be on here with y'all brothers love what y'all doing man so absolutely i think i appreciate your time man yeah you know yes, keep sir. doing what you're doing man i'm looking forward to the next project because this one yes, was, sir. this one was a banger yes, <laughs> <I'm saying. laughs> word yeah. up man